Welcome or welcome back to another exciting episode of the Neville Goddard Podcast. I called this one the way she looks at me. I gotta admit, she looks at me with a lot of love, a lot of admiration. I haven't always been that kind of guy. There have been times in my life where I've settled, where I've chased happiness. And we're gonna explore a little bit of that today because when I settled, I, I wasn't... They talk about the law of attraction. I gotta say, when I settled, I wasn't as attractive as I am now. When you have mission, you become magnetic. And the way that she looks at me reveals what it's like when you don't settle. What it's like when you have mission. All right, you notice I'm feeling around for this one. This is a tough one for me. Because it means so much. Let's dive in. You know, I, I've got this thing about mission. And i got to admit, it's not about the stuff. The stuff's fun. It's nice having a decent car. It's lovely having a lovely wife. It's not about the stuff, though. It's about you. It's about me. It's about experience. It's about love. I settled so many times in my life. I mention no seven-year-old wants to grow up and be a prison guard. I have yet to meet one. Right? I've met a lot of seven-year-olds in my life. I was a seven-year-old in my life. And I had no plans on becoming a prison guard. Somewhere along the way, I decided to become a police officer. Then I settled. I found being a cop was tough. Back in the the late 80s in Pennsylvania... I mean, most of us started out with part-time jobs, two or three departments, hustling just to get by, making barely above minimum wage. And you dreamed about getting the full-time job. Well, I gave up and became a prison guard. I settled. Becoming a prison guard, I mean, I made a whopping $7.75 an hour back then. They cut our wages from like eleven twenty-five, starting out to seven seventy-five when I was halfway through the hiring process. In other words screwed but I decided well it's a full-time job it's got benefits I'm getting married all that good shit so uh, I took the job I settled I settled a lot there were some things I didn't settle for you know back when I decided to be a black belt in Kempo Karate I was like 12 years old and I decided to be a black belt in Kempo Karate and my first instructor quit when I was a yellow belt. Then he resumed for a while and I got my blue off of him. And then he quit again. He was a quitter. Good guy though. Then I met a fellow named Lin that taught me another martial art, Kun Tao. It was very closely related to Kempo, so that was cool. Then I found my old instructor's instructor, Bob. Through him I got up to my second, then I went to Bob's instructor, Nick. And so on and so forth. Anyway. Being a fifth degree black belt later, I didn't settle for that. I also explored some other cool shit along the way. But I gotta tell you, there's a massive difference between where you settle in life and where you soar. At one point, I met Victoria. I chose not to settle. I, I could have just, you know, you can't imagine the legal hassles 
and the logistical hassles of moving around the world, changing citizenship, all that bullshit. It, it, there was a lot. Right? First two years of our lives together, they weren't just, they call that the honeymoon phase. Well, the honeymoon phase was faced with all this stuff, building a business. See, I decided a couple things. When I met her, I decided I would not settle one more time. I drew a line in the sand and I decided, what do I want to do? So I played with Forex trading and I found that was settling. I was settling. I was trading time for trading. I was trading for money so that I could hopefully teach one day full time. See, talk about dumb. I did that, right? I'll admit it. But at one point, it, I was here about a year and I discovered, you know what? I came here to teach. So I built this. What did I come here to teach? There's a lot of shit I stopped, you know, that I did in the old days that I don't do now. Stuff I find fascinating, but stuff that, you know, this is my core. This is what gets me out of bed at 4.35 in the morning. This is what, what, this is why I take a nap in the middle of the day. This is why the last thing I do is check emails. Real quick, just to see, hey, does somebody need something quick? Because I imagine your smiles. I get that our work matters. Your emails, your testimonials, the friendships that have formed through stuff like Dream Driven Day, Crass Commercial, they matter to me. But here's the thing, guys. As long as I settled, I went for excuses. You know why I can't become a full-time cop? Because I don't have military, I'm not black, and I don't have tits. That was the 80s in Pennsylvania. That was at least my 80s in Pennsylvania. That's what they told us, and that's what I bought into. I settled and became a prison guard. I almost didn't become a prison guard. I scored, like, uh, shit, on that test, I think I, I scored as well, like 97, 98%. And I barely got in because of minority hiring and female hiring and military hiring, all the bonus points. Now, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying. I almost couldn't settle for what I was settling for. Talk about a cosmic joke. See, here's the thing. You can live the cosmic joke or you can really discover that you are God having the adventure of a lifetime. You can discover your desires are divine in origin. And this is why we teach Dream Driven Day. This is why I'm nuts about it. This is why we tell people, well, if you can't join there, at least do manifestingmasterycourse.com. Because it's through those two programs that we get to know people. In MM, people send us an update every seven days. It's the 90-day program. That's manifestingmasterycourse.com. On the other hand, in Dream Driven Day, we take 30 people, 30 days of play, three live group calls, private little Facebook group. We play a little game called Got Two Minutes. Somebody needs a quick chat. You reach out to another member. Reach out to me. I don't care if I got two minutes, I'll give it to you. But that's it. Because it keeps it focused and fun. You'll notice that people that are gloomy and doomy, they'll say, you got a few minutes, I just want to... I need to talk to someone about something for four fucking hours. And after they shit all over you and you say, hey, I got to go, I got to actually go poop. And you go poop, they can find somebody else to spread their shit all over. And pretty soon their day is done. Oh, I had a busy day. I called three people. Meanwhile, I don't got the time for that shit. Neither should you. There comes a point in time where you draw a line in the sand. 
One of my times was when I moved here. I chose to be with her. I chose to do what mattered. I chose to do what would have impact in the world. Because I got to tell you something. That woman loves me. And she loves that I am mission-oriented. It is so much more fun being mission-oriented, knowing that your life makes a difference. And that's what I got for you today. Whatever you want to do with your life, here's the thing. DreamDrivenDay.com Join us. Explore you. There's a reason why the people that have done Dream Driven Day do what they do. Post what they post. Play where they play. And the thing is, do they have the stuff that's cool? Yeah, most of them really have a lot of stuff that's cool. They have the wins that everyone chases after. But more importantly, they're being the dream weaver in their world. They're not having daydreams. They're giving their life. They're giving their dreams life. All right, that's what I got. Another crash commercial for DreamDrivenDay.com. By the way, even if you don't sign up, listen to these a couple times and catch the attitude. And I double-dog dare you to sign up and stretch because here's the thing. 30 days of play, three group calls, private Facebook group, friendships and family that form forever. How could that possibly not change your life in big-time ways? See ya. DreamDrivenDay.com